The medicine regime that can be taken at home could mean patients suffering from chronic lymphocytic leukaemia will be much less likely to need hospital chemotherapy. About 320 people are diagnosed each year in New Zealand with chronic lymphocytic leukaemia, referred to as CLL. It's the most common form of leukaemia in this country. But two major leukaemia studies presented at a recent global blood conference have shown how successful the use of the drug uh, Imbruvica in combination with venetoclax as a first option of treatment for all CLL patients. The drugs have been used to treat CLL separately, but the two recent studies, named Captivate and Glow, found their combination was highly successful in treating patients. Patients took the drugs over a 15-month period, and 97% in one study and 84.5% in the other were still alive after five years. The studies involved New Zealand doctors and patients, including haematologist Dr Sharon Jackson from Middlemall Hospital. Kia ora, Sharon. Uh, Morena, Catherine. Let's welcome also patient Kylie Sue, who is now in remission. Thanks so much for being with us, Kylie. Good morning. Good morning. Sharon, uh, could we talk, please, about these treatments? I probably didn't pronounce any of that correctly, uh, so help me out. Um, but could you tell us what the typical treatment for CLL is? Uh, well, currently in New Zealand, the typical treatment for CLL is with chemoimmunotherapy or a combination of uh, chemotherapy drugs with a monoclonal antibody drug that's directed against one of the proteins that, ex that is expressed on CLL cells. And these regimens are usually given by intravenous infusion uh, in our hospital day wards. And characteristically, people would come in uh, for four to six cycles of treatment extending over a six-month period. And uh, So that's what, that's what we do currently. And these um, drugs, can you explain how these drugs are currently used separately as part of treatment? Uh, so currently... These drugs are only used in New Zealand for a very limited group of patients. Um, but they basically how they work is that they're new targeted drugs that inhibit different proteins within the CLL cells. So the first drug, ibrutinib, inhibits an enzyme called bruton tyrosine kinase, or BTK, and what that does is it switches off the downstream pathways in the cell that drive the uh, growth of the CLL cells. And so what we see when people are treated with this drug is that their lymph nodes gradually shrink and uh, the CLL comes under control. It's a, it's a tablet that people have to take every day. So it's continuous treatment that carries on uh, indefinitely while people are responding to it or until they develop side effects that mean that it needs to be stopped. And we know from studies that have been done that it's very effective compared to the chemoimmunotherapy treatment that we're using uh, currently. Uh, and in many parts of the world, it's used for the initial treatment of um, CLL. Why, why is it used only for a very limited number of patients here? Is this a case of its expense in Pharmac funding? Yeah, it's primarily because it's not funded okay. uh, for the upfront treatment of patients. And it, as you uh, highlighted, it is a very expensive drug. 
and uh, that obviously has financial uh, constraints uh, as well. And the second drug... And the other drug, the other drug is a drug called venetoclax, which inhibits another protein in the cell, a protein called BCL2 that regulates cell death. Um, So all of us have BCL2. It's a protein that... um, let cells that are old or damaged self-destruct in a process that we call apoptosis. And when people have CLL, they have very high levels of that protein in the CLL cells, and that allows the cancerous cells to survive. Uh, But what venetoclax does is it binds to the BCL2 and helps to restore that normal destruction of cells by apoptosis. So on their own, they are effective, but very expensive. I think $180,000 a year uh, for Umbrutica, and as you say, it's ongoing. What what was the trial that combined them and how? And just talk us through the results. What was the trial you were involved with, Sharon? So so the trial that, um, that I was involved with, it was called the Captivate Study, and it was a Phase 2 study which basically was looking at asking what would happen if you did combine both these drugs that we know are very potent and very effective. And, you know, ideally people were looking to see if it was possible for us to achieve very deep remissions that would be long-lasting with treatment that was given entirely orally and that would potentially allow patients to stop treatment um, after a limited period of time, and that would therefore uh, make so make the, tr- the the use of the of the drugs more cost effective. And my apologies to any and all of those unable to uh, access drugs that other countries are, but that's the way we are, that's where we're at. But would this yeah, make it exactly. a much more cost effective treatment because it would be time limited? Well, that would be one um, potential benefit, obviously. But, you know, from the patient's perspective as well, there's lots to be said for not having to take medications every day and having a period where you're completely off uh, any sort of active intervention. And the remission, Um, um, is is it able to be known yet, um, Sharon, is is the remission significant? As we said, it's five years uh, from the study. So, yeah, this study was started five years ago and um, we now have results for patients um, who have been uh, treated uh, five years ago. And the the key results from the study really were that the um, drug was very, very effective. So right. virtually all of the patients responded and... Uh, about 60% of them achieved what we called a complete response where all of their lymph nodes went back to a normal size and their blood counts were uh, entirely normal. And a large number of the patients in this study had a very deep response, what we call undetectable MRD, where you can find less than one residual CLL cell and 10,000 cells in the blood or the bone marrow. Um, right, but, so that's 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 a very very positive 
response from the study. Can we bring Kylie Sue in here? And thanks again for your time, Kylie. You were diagnosed with CLL. You've since um, had this treatment. And can you tell us about your remission? Good morning again. Good morning. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I was originally diagnosed in 2016 and it basically took a whole year to get to a point where I did need treatment. Um, Originally, I was told it was just going to be uh, traditional chemotherapy. And then when it got to the point where it was time for me to take um, action, I was then said uh, I was told like I could trial be on this trial Um, and then within three months of taking the drugs um, basically my lymph nodes had shrunk my bloods were pretty much down to um, where they should be for a person who didn't have CLL Um, and then um the trial was for 15 months, so I took seven pills every day for 15 months. And um, I finished in 2019, and, yeah, I've, I've been good ever since. So, wow. so I, this happened in yeah. Melbourne. You were living in Melbourne at the time. I think you came Correct. home, as so many did, and COVID struck, and, and you stayed here, yeah. uh, which is yeah. your association with Dr. Jackson, yeah? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So I was originally um, with Peter McCullum Cancer Centre in Melbourne mm. um, with um, – my oncologist there was Dr. Maxwell. So I, I'm sorry um, to bring it up, but but did he? What would you have gone through if it hadn't been for this trial? What what would have been the treatment? The treatment would have been a traditional intravenous chemotherapy, um, which I think was a six month um, stint where I would be sitting in a chair for eight hours a day with a needle in me pumping drugs through me and it would mean you know things like quite a bit of hair loss um quite a bit of weight loss not fatigue a whole lot of um not very pleasant sort of yeah i get yeah things like that whereas um the trial with the drugs the symptoms or the um what i got was very very i guess uh, like I had a little bit of hair loss, but not much. I felt a little bit of nausea, but not much, and a little bit of bruising, and that's pretty much all I had. They were the side effects that I had. So and so, and your remission able... now, Kylie, is you, how many years yeah. you up to? Uh, so, 2019, wow. I finished, and what is it now? 2004, uh, 2024. So yeah, since 2019. This yeah. is this is a very profound, profound result. For you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much. It's life changing, you know. Um, and personally, I think if anyone can get on to this, if it's been government sponsored, I guess, like would just be so life changing for anyone on CLL. Um, yeah. Thank you, it's Kylie. Amazing. Dr. Jackson, back no to you. Um, where to from here? Will this be now about making a case to Pharmac for this treatment? Are we at that point yet with this kind of results from the trial? Uh, well, I think that certainly Pharmac needs to consider the upfront treatment of CLL and most of the uh, rest of the world 
treatment has really moved on from chemoimmunotherapy. We know that only a very small subset of patients can potentially be cured with chemoimmunotherapy. And we know from the results of phase three studies that have been done with this combination, and there have been several of those studies done now, that um, this drug combination is superior to the traditional chemoimmunotherapy regimens that, um, that we've been using. So one of the other studies that was recently published or presented um, at the um, American Society of Hematology meeting last year was the GLOW study, which used this combination of drugs and compared it to a combination called binituzumab and chlorambucil, which is the traditional chemoimmunotherapy that we would use in older patients. So it's a slightly different group of patients to what was studied in the Captivate study. But um, that really confirmed that the response rates were, were very good. And at five, approaching five years of follow-up, um, you know, sixty-five percent of the patients in that study who received this combination hadn't had any recurrence of their COL, compared to only around twenty percent of the patients who received the wow. traditional there really, immunotherapy. There really is recommend. a case there, isn't there? Thank you. Um, keep us posted on on any progress in in, in trying to advance a, a a case with Pharmac. Thank you, Dr. Sharon Jackson. Thanks very much, Kylie Sue.